Welcome to the Reparking Podcast. My name is Jerome Lewis. I am your host for today, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about how our podcast works. So, the Remarketing Podcast is where we talk marketing, tech, business, and leadership, and we talk for real estate agents, real estate investors, and real estate entrepreneurs. Our two purposes, one, to spotlight you, Jocelyn, your business, your service, or your product in a way that provides value to you, including market exposure and content creation. Number two, to educate and inform our audience and listeners. That being said, I'm going to introduce our speaker, right? So, Jocelyn, you're going to kill me because I, I, I got to get this right. Jocelyn Stahowiak <laughs> is the founder of Game Changer Academy, an online fitness academy specifically individualized and tailored for realtors and high-level business professionals. She is a personal coach with 10 years of experience in the health and wellness industry. Jocelyn has a passion for helping others achieve their goals and reach their highest potential. Jocelyn, welcome to the podcast. And I would like to start off with, hey, tell us a little bit about your story, your background. Yeah, uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for reaching out. I'm so honored to be here. Um, a little bit about me. Gosh, I've been, fitness has been my life. So um, I grew up, you know, in a very sports oriented family. So soccer was my sport, right? And I actually had intended to go all the way with soccer. Like that's all I knew. I even played in Italy. <laughs> it was crazy. But um out of nowhere, I ended up getting a tumor in my knee. So um, kind of pulled me out of uh, playing sports for, well, at least on a professional level. So if anybody has ever been involved in sports, they know that it's more than just playing the sport. It's a whole lifestyle. Your friends are doing it. Your coaches are telling you what to do, what to eat. There's so much guidance there. So pretty much being ripped out of that, uh, I had to figure it out all on my own. And it was really difficult because at the same time, I just started entering into college. And uh, if anybody knows how stressful that could be, throw that on top of it. And yeah, it was not a good time for me. I kind of hit a very low point with my own fitness. I gained weight and I just could not for the life of me throughout the four years of college, figure it out. I mean, I was getting a degree in uh, exercise science, but for some reason, I could not implement it for myself. I felt like a fraud. I felt horrible. So um, it wasn't, you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty. It wasn't till after I graduated, that I realized the real problem was actually my mindset, because I wasn't taking care of my mindset. You know, it all follows the, the body, the mind is all connected. So if you don't have a healthy mindset, it's hard to have a healthy body and vice versa. Um, you know, graduated college, and I still didn't know what I was going to do with my life. So like I did something crazy and I just up and moved to South America. I didn't even speak Spanish, nothing. And I discovered that I had such a passion for helping others. Like I love doing it. So can't live in South America forever. Right. Um, so I moved back and I just threw myself into doing any kind of community work to help others. But I also still love fitness. Like that's what I grew up. That's what I always knew. So I tried the whole personal training route, hated it. <laughs> I know. Um, I just, I felt like I wasn't reaching my full potential because I had so much knowledge from college, from just my life in general, that just watching someone work out wasn't enough. You know, I had to do more. So that's when I created 
my company now, Game Changer Academy. And I really aim to focus on helping people that are like me. You know, I truly believe that if you try to help everybody, you'll help nobody. But if you try to help that one individual that you can have a profound impact on, you're going to change their life. And that's what I aim to do. So uh, that's a little bit about my story. And I hope um, it resonates with some of y'all. Thank you, Jocelyn. I really appreciate that. So with your story, we're going to we're going to we're going to interview you and we're going to go into your business and we want to hear about Game Changer Academy and you know how how you got here. We met through like a Facebook group for real estate entrepreneurs. So, I'm going to ask you a question, right? What is a common myth about your field or expertise? So, tell us the common myth that you hear. Um Myth or more of like a stigma thinking that any kind of online coach is the same as like an influencer and therefore how we got our results, you know, in our fitness, we had to do something else. We had to have gotten like surgery or something like that. It can't be that easy. There's got to be some little trick that we use to figure out fitness, whether it's some special diet or some special workout, but it's really not even that that hard. It's not, it's pretty simple. It's just um, staying consistent with it. And I would say that's kind of like the little stigma is just classing us all together in the same boat, because there's definitely a difference between influencers and someone who actually has a company and focuses on uh, creating transformations for their clients. Thank you. Great, great answer. Next question we have for you. What's the biggest challenge you're facing in your current business? And how are you tackling it? Okay. I would say <laughs> for any kind of um, entrepreneur, business owner out there, I'm sure y'all can relate, but building those solid routines, because, you know, there's that saying, what got you here won't get you there. You know, having um, that schedule that got you to the level of success that you're currently at, and you're like, okay, how do I break through and get to that next level? Now you got to restructure your schedule. You got to figure out what works for you all over again. And that is a big challenge for me right now just figuring out based upon myself my energy levels because everybody's a little bit different and working around my daily standards working around um you know my energy essentially okay how so i'm not sure if you answered already how how are you tackling that issue um how i'm tackling it is i will say that i have done a little bit more research into and this is just something totally um, off topic probably, but, uh, finding my chronotype and that's pretty much, uh, finding your body's natural hormone levels. Cause everybody's like on a circadian rhythm in a speak, you know, their hormone levels go up throughout the day. Everybody's a little bit different based upon your hormone levels. You can find, um, you know, what time of the day you are more mentally awake, what time of the day you're more physically awake, like when you should work out, when you should tackle creative projects when you should um, do more like tedious type of work and just trying to restructure uh, my schedule around that. And it's been a kind of a trial and error because, you know, you can never get it perfect right off the bat. So it's trial and error. And that's kind of how I'm tackling it for myself. Okay. How, so could you, could you say what that is again? What is it called? A chrono? <laughs> A chronotype, you could, uh, it's like C-R-O-N-O -O and then type. And there's a quiz on it. Um, I think there's a book around it too. And that is 
uh, a really awesome book, by the way. Um, but by Dr. Oh my goodness. He has a crazier name than me. <laughs> I don't know. I can't pronounce his last name. So it's an S also. It's one of those crazy S names, but uh, just Google it um, on the internet and you can find it. It's usually one of the first things that pops up. It's like, take your chronotype quiz and, uh, and it'll be very detailed and broken down. So you'll be able to okay. see that. How, how did you learn about uh, discovering your chronotype? Honestly, um, so I truly believe that you should always have some sort of coach, some sort of mentor in your life. And my mindset coach um, led me on to that because he discovered it. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Nice. That's interesting. I would love to learn more about that. So that's really mm -hmm. interesting. Next question I have for you is, what's your product? What's your favorite productivity hack for entrepreneurs? Productivity hack for entrepreneurs. Um, I will say, because, you know, time is obviously limited. That's always like the biggest thing is time. Um, doing tasks that like say you have the meal prep or say you're getting your workout in and you're doing cardio, combine that with um, another task like educating yourself. I'm addicted to audiobooks. Um, I will literally listen to the same book like five times on repeat until like I feel like it's ingrained in my brain. And that that's another little tip there too. If you listen to audiobooks, don't just go through the chapters. Uh, go through like three chapters at a time and repeat it three times until it feels like you're watching like a rerun of your favorite TV show so that you're just like, oh, I already know what they're going to say. So that it's sunken into your subconscious. Um, but I'll I'll do that whenever I'm like meal prepping, whenever I am doing cardio at the gym, any kind of like mindless task cleaning. Um, you know, you knock two birds out with one stone. Um, on my daily walks, you know, that's when I do like respond to emails and messenger, just combining the two. All right. So I, I like I love productivity hacks. Have you ever I call it the, like, cause I'm at the three, three now, like the three X method. Right. So with like yeah. audio books and videos, you can like bump up the speed. Have you ever done that? Do you do that? Yes. A little bit, but sometimes they're talking a little too fast. I'm like, okay, you got to slow it down, slow it down. <laughs> but I do do that a lot. And I probably only bump it up to like, um, what is it? Like a fourth or a half above i can't i don't know how someone is able to listen to it faster are you someone that can listen to it faster than yes that? and i'm gonna challenge you <laughs> to try if you it's, it's the same thing like working out um mm -hmm. you want to graduate right so i always like to suggest people like they start with youtube and maybe something like educational that's maybe a little bit long where you don't have to absolutely absorb the information so i always suggest like go to youtube and take it up the speed 1.25 right do mm -hmm. that for the next few days then you do the same thing at 1.5 you do that for the next few days and then you go to 0.75 then on and on until you get to two and then from now on, it's going it's to be like this is going to sound normal to you. The yeah. Two times the speed is like going so fast. So I often challenge people, like even people that I work with is like, look, get up to 2x because it saves you so much time. And then like at one point, like a, now I'm just greedy. I'm like two and then I try to get to four <laughs> and it's like it's not working. So I'm stuck at 3x, um, but it saves a lot of time. So that's a cool productivity hack. And I want to challenge you to get up there. Right. You can, especially if you listen to audiobooks. <laughs> yeah. If you listen mm -hmm. to audiobooks, those things can be long. If you just bump it up gradually, 
you'll start to be like, okay, this is practical. I can do this. And a lot of people believe that it's going to take much longer and that it's going to be challenging. But if you just diligently apply that, you can be up to like two times in less than a week, less than a week. Okay. So like someone like you, like listening to audiobooks, you can go through one of the audiobooks and just bump it up and then just continue and you'll be up to two X and it saves you so much time. You get so much time back. I have this friend. He's like, Oh my God, three X is amazing. I save so much time because it does save you so much time. That's one of my favorite productivity hacks of all time and almost anybody can get up to it if they try so i just wanted to and share you know that it's so yeah it's so small and that's a great tip by the way it's such a small little little thing that someone wouldn't think about but it's those small little things that make a huge impact i feel like the tiny little things that no one really thinks about and that's a really good tip i'm definitely going to try that because you yeah, know you I are challenge you. i know you there. can do it yeah i know you can do it because I, I already see how serious you are. I know you can do it. Next question I have for you. In your opinion, what is the most important personality trait slash strength someone would need to work in your industry and be successful? Like your field, your expertise? I would I would say to really down to the core, have a passion for helping others. Um, you know, what I do obviously is a lucrative business and you can easily make a good amount of money. But if that is your the goal getting into coaching as I am just doing it to make a bunch of money, you are going to get burnt out and you're going to hate it because it's not everything that you see online. Um, you don't see a lot of the hard work that goes into it behind the scenes. So you really do have to have that, you know, passion for actually making a difference in someone's life and um, getting over your uh, imposter syndrome. We all, we all get it. At some point, shape or form, we think that we're not good enough. We're not the coach that's good enough for these clients. But you know that they came to you for a reason. You are the coach for them and continuing to improve upon yourself. Because if you have a passion for helping others, you are always wanting to improve upon yourself. How could I be a better leader? How could I be a better coach? How can I make a bigger impact in this individual's life? And that is what is going to really drive you and push you every day. How, let me ask you, how did you get over your imposter syndrome? Um, honestly, I would say just continuing through my routines, even though um, some days, you know, I didn't think I just wanted to lay in bed and I felt a little bit depressed. But I do hire mentors for myself, like I said, and they kind of kept me accountable, just like you could hire a coach to keep you accountable. Um, they kept me accountable. They're like, stick to your routines. Don't think about it. It's like uh, working out, you know, some days you're not going to want to work out. You're just unmotivated. But when you take emotion out of it and you just continue and go through the motions on some days, it's literally like you're going through the motions. But, you know, the key uh, factors that are important in your business that you just have to go through the motions with, uh, those are the things that add up over time because it's consistency. And then you'll start to see over time, wow, this is actually working. Wow. Like, I'm actually making a difference. And then you start to believe in yourself a little more and a little more as you continue on, because it's kind of like a, a newbie thing, I'd say. And, you know, most people will get it every now and then. Like, I still get it every now and then. But now when I get it, it's not the same when I get it in the in the beginning. Now when I get it, I have to really ground myself. And I do a lot of meditation, things like that. I ground myself and I just, um, you know, realize that those are just false beliefs in your head. They're limiting beliefs and you're just getting in your own way. All right. So you understand uh, 
I think you understand the importance of having a coach or a mentor, having people objective. There are some mm-hmm. people that believe you do not need coaches or they're not necessary to success. And I'm not saying that they're right or wrong. What is your perspective on that? I would say um, you really you don't need it, but you're going to get there 10 times faster if you do. Um, just think about this way. All the little hiccups that you go through all those pitfalls that you go through and you have to really like you know you're stuck down there for a good amount of time you don't know how to get out of whatever situation you're going through if you have a mentor they could completely skip all those because they send you on the right path so that you avoid all the ups and downs of figuring it out on yourself and that's if you even figure it out on yourself without failing your business in the process because we all know the first uh, year even two can be the hardest um, but having a mentor is really going to just bypass that and also just accelerate the growth of your business like what you can get accomplished in 10 years you can e- easily get accomplished in five years uh, even probably even less to be honest depending on the individual and how much work they're willing to put into it but um, I just honestly think that's the fastest way to get to where you want to be, uh, whether that be physically or business wise or spiritually, you know, there's a coach for literally everything out there. You could have a coach that teaches you how to golf better, you know, uh, a coach that teaches you how to like a mindset coach, like I had at some point. And I just love learning. And I feel if I could learn that amount in such a shorter amount of time that I could learn more and more and more. Thank you, Jocelyn. Yes, it does. So you're going to get me, but so from no, what is it at again? (laughs) C-R-O-N-O. Chronotype. All right. So chronotype, right? Uh, I don't know if Mm -hmm. this has anything to do with chronotype, but the question is, at what time of the day do you get your best work done? Does that have anything to do with the chronotype? Yes, it does. For me, um, it's first thing in the morning. That's when I accomplish my bigger projects, the stuff, because, you know, you have your big projects and then you have your daily tasks. So for me, it's my, my mind is just awake in the morning and it's ready to do any kind of creative work, any kind of big projects. Cause you know, um, for someone who's like me at around 4 PM, your brain is just like, like, I'm not, I'm not getting any kind of big projects done. I can't think. I'm just tired, you know. Um, but also around 2 p.m. is when my my body is awake. And between 2 and 4 is when I like to get a workout in. And around 4 after that is kind of when I start to unwind down and work on more um, tasks that don't involve too much mental energy. Okay, awesome. So next question I have for you is... Mm-hmm. So I saw like you posted and I really enjoy your post, by the way, you posted a story about how you used to work in like the nightlife. So (laughs) you can either shape this question around that or you can give me a different answer. Right. So Mm -hmm. um, the question is, what occupation other than your own would you like to try? Okay. Um, well, something I would like to try and I could tell you a little bit about my my job, like when I was so pretty much I was bartending for like probably eight years I bartended my way through college all the way even past college I just 
I don't know. I like the, the fast paced environment. I like being challenged uh, every day with something a little bit new, something a little bit different, which is great now because I love it. You know, I'm creating something myself, but something that I would potentially get into. Um, and I think I'm going to get into this eventually much further down the road is but non nonprofit work. And I really want to get into nonprofit work. Um, what I want to do exactly, I'm not exactly sure yet, but I do know that my need for helping people is going to draw me there eventually one day. So, okay. I, I was going to ask you uh, what specifically mm-hmm. in nonprofit, but you gave the answer already. So now next uh, question I is, can't say, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I can say no, that it's going to be something in the realms of public speaking, because that's something that I really want to get into uh, potentially doing fundraisers towards uh, certain causes where I could host it and speak at the event. That's that's as far as I know. That's what I've kind of come to realize so far, but the details haven't panned out completely yet. Okay, no problem. So have you always wanted to work within the health and fitness industry? Um, yeah, actually, I can't say I've ever wanted anything else because even at certain points in my life, my college career, I changed majors a few times, but each time I changed it, it was always around there. I first started going for athletic training, then uh, physical therapy, then I was going pre-med for a while, and then I was like, well, let me just get a general you know, degree behind sports medicine so that when I do decide what I want to do, if I want to go back to college, I could easily do that. But um, it's always been in the same area. So I've, ever since I was young, I've always been sports and fitness. So kind of how my my mind is wired now. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Next question I have for you is what's one thing about your field of expertise that almost no one agrees with you about? Um, I would say this is more like 50, 50, but I am all about intermittent fasting. I teach intermittent fasting like crazy. That's a big part of uh, Game Changer. And it's more than just, okay, we're going to stop eating and then we're going to start eating at a certain time. I really dive heavily into the science because I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to science around health, fitness, anything in that area. I so I like it so much. Like I will read the boring like journals, like <laughs> stuff that you want to pull your hair out to. But I love and I'm fascinated with the science around intermittent fasting and how it interacts or how we can maximize the benefits just based off our biological makeup. And I, I'm just in love with it. So intermittent fasting, some people, they, they're they not for it. They think that um, there's all these negative effects. But the negative effects come when you're not doing it right. So I'll say. All right. Next, I have for you what I would like to know is tell me your favorite client success story. Ooh, okay. Let me think. And and let me let me throw. Can you make it specific? <laughs> do you have like a favorite? All right. So let's do two. Do you have a favorite realtor client and then a favorite somebody outside of real estate, or, or is it like the same? Mm. Does, am I making sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think they're generally the same because the the mindset shift is kind of similar in both. But I did have this female client and I'll, I'll do a female and a male. 
So I had this female client, she came to me and she was, um, you know, working, uh, her regular, you know, what, like, I think she was working, it was a very, very beginning. She was working like 8am to like, I don't even know how late at night it seemed like the hours, it just never stopped. Right. And she couldn't find time for her fitness. And she, uh, was very unhappy with her body and she was in a not so great relationship. So throughout this program, you know, she reached out to me and she's just like, it was very questionable. So I kind of sent her on my mini version just to get her to test the waters because I know that some people are a little hesitant with online coaching. They don't know if they want to invest that much into someone they've never met in person. Right. So I kind of give her a little uh, mini version to kind of get her warmed up to it and see how she liked it. She lost like, I think, Oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, eight pounds about maybe a little bit more. She was really happy with that. And the the thing is she didn't realize that, you know, eating right and feeding her body what she needs based upon what her body needs because everybody's body is a little bit different, started giving her more energy and she was able to do more in that amount of time. So much so to where she's like, okay, the three weeks is up. I got to sign on. This has got to continue. Like I want to maximize this energy level that I'm getting now. And, you know, this kind of happiness, like a happier feeling that she's just having all around. Um, because after, because in the beginning when she came to me, it was kind of a sense of, she was just going through the motions and she was kind of like not really happy or satisfied with life anymore. Um, yeah, pretty much. It sounds horrible, but yeah, pretty much. And Throughout the course of the program, she ended up losing, uh, where was she at? She was like at 160. She ended up getting down to 135. And she hadn't been that weight since she was in high school. But now it looks better too. Because when she was that weight, it was just all she did was cardio and barely ate. And now she was eating more and she was enjoying her favorite foods. And she had that kind of flexibility. She had a really bad relationship with food. She ended up uh, realizing, you know, and so much so to where she would like essentially starve herself on most days. And then she would overindulge on other days when she finally did have that food again. And her kind of perception around food was like good food and bad food and we really got to take those labels off because there is no good food, no bad food. And there is no good days, no bad days, you know? Um, so we taught her how to enjoy it. She wants without feeling that feeling of guilt or shame and weight loss just came so effortless to her after she kind of made that breakthrough with her mindset. And yeah, she reached a uh, new, new goals there. She actually ended up, leaving she had the confidence to leave that relationship too during the process which was a big thing because she was kind of codependent upon him at that point and you know she found her own independence and was happy she was actually working less time because she realized she was able to get more done in less time when she wasn't sluggish and tired and just taking forever to get a simple task done uh, so that was a big thing for her uh, I did have a, a male client, I'll say, and this one is, isn't a realtor and I'm working with him now and he's lost and he just went straight into the program. He's like, I've been following you for a while. I like what I'm seeing. Like, I just want to do this, you know, and he had really bad uh, 
back problems. He worked in the automotive industry. So he had bad back problems on his feet all day. And he ended up losing so far um, 50 pounds within four months. And now he just graduated to Evolve, where we're going to start teaching him about intermittent fasting. And we're going to get his body all shredded for the summer. I'm really excited. Um, if y'all aren't following me on Facebook, follow his journey because I post about him all the time. Um, he's made some serious progress, but he hasn't been that even close to that weight. He doesn't even know the last time he's been close to that weight. He was at, I think, 270 almost. Um, so he lost a good amount of weight and back problems gone. All those posture problems, those aches and pains gone. He actually had a pretty bad insomnia too that we come to realize. And we started working on his sleep, getting a better quality sleep. He was getting like four hours of sleep, y'all. Like it was pretty bad. And he was drinking a lot too on top of that, which affects your quality of sleep. So now he's getting a solid seven hours. We're working on eight every single night. Doesn't wake up throughout the night. If anything, he'll wake up once every couple nights. But uh, now he wakes up so energized in the morning. He'll like message me. He's like, I feel great. All these exclamation points. Um, just how amazing he feels just first thing in the morning. And that is a big thing. Like when you're unhealthy and you wake up in the morning, you kind of like take a while to go to bed. You're sluggish. But when you're you're on it, you're feeding your body right. You're working out the way you're supposed to getting the sleep, getting the recovery. You wake up like out of bed, like, you know, like Snow White in the morning with the, the birds flying. You just feel like you're in a movie. It feels amazing. But um, I just love seeing all his all those little wins when they tell me along their journey, like this happened today. And I feel awesome. I never knew that I could get to this before. Someone told me like, wow, I lost weight in my feet. And I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I guess so. <laughs> That's awesome. It, it, let me ask you something. Uh, Cause you know, like I've been around, I think real estate for six, seven years now. And I mm -hmm. find that uh, real estate entrepreneurs can be quite difficult sometimes. Is this yours? Do you have a similar experience or talk about what I just said? Um, about them being difficult, like, how, yes. like, as, they're like, they're um, like used to doing things their way and I'm going to do this. So what's your, experience oh, I set, yeah, I set the tone in the beginning. So it's yeah. usually pretty, uh, straightforward. I'm uh, like, rule with the iron fist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what I do is extremely structured. So there isn't really any kind of wiggle room. It's like, if you do what it's asked of you, you're going to get to where you're going to get to. And you just have to do it. Um, now, when it comes to workouts and everything like that, I do have an online app. So it kind of makes things easy. Uh, you know, they open up their app. They have their workout for the day. I'm like, complete this sometime today, you know, so they get it done whenever it's convenient for them. So that kind of works around their schedule so that they got some flexibility there to make it, you know, fit their schedule however they want. So it's not like I'm telling them you have to work out at this certain time every single day. Um, now, when it comes to the nutrition, that's probably like the hardest part for everybody is nutrition. But having someone that holds you accountable every day, I'll say definitely helps because, you know, you got to check. We do check ins every single morning. So if, if they're slacking, I'm going to grill them the next morning and then <laughs> they don't like that. So um, I wouldn't say it's too difficult. I actually prefer it just because they work very well in structured environments. 
And what I do is extremely structured and they're self-motivated. And obviously I can't be there to hold your hand through the workout or make you eat the food. So you have to have some sort of motivation for yourself there. So, you know, just someone who can do that and follow a detailed plan that's like, hey, this is how you get from point A to point B in the shortest amount of time possible in a healthy way. Um, you know, they just follow it. Awesome. Appreciate that. I would love to have you back in the future and you can give us like a demo or show us some of how your program or your operation works. What do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. I would love to do that. Um, and, you know, if y'all end up finding me on social media on Facebook. It's just my first and my last name, but I do tons of great resources out there to show you how it works. Every so often I even hold master classes over certain processes within my, my company. I actually am going to be doing another one here in probably the next 14 days. And I haven't done one in a couple months, but that one, I try to focus more on the nutrition side because that's where everybody kind of like has the the hardest time. (laughs) And it's like, makes the biggest difference too. It's 80%. So it's like, yeah, we can work out, but the nutrition, like that's the hard part. So um, just know that whenever I do any kind of nutritional masterclasses, they're going to be focused around this particular type of lifestyle, you know, around things like meal prepping and intermittent fasting and a few other little tiny details as well, but things that really fit for that type of individual that, cause I'm trying to help that person. So in my, in my experience, there is like, uh, I guess a stigma or may, maybe it's correct about diets. You say diets don't work. What is your perspective on that? Oh yeah. Diets don't work. (laughs) I definitely don't think they do because, um, honestly, I just hate the word diet because the diet is something you do for a certain amount of time and then you're done. It needs to be a lifestyle. And another thing with diets is no matter what it is, it's about restriction. And I'm very anti-restriction to make something sustainable and enjoyable. You need to not restrict yourself, not tell yourself that there's any particular food that you cannot have. Because my favorite food is pizza. And if someone told me I can't have pizza ever again, I'm like, no, (laughs) I love pizza. Um, But yeah, any kind of diet out there, it's all about eliminating carbs or eliminating whatever, like your favorite foods, no longer could have pizza ever again to be healthy. And that's just not true. Um, Obviously, if you have health conditions, like you're diabetic or something like that, you know, they're that's different than a diet. Um, when I think of diets, I think of these little fab diets out there and, you know, certain things like keto, you know, they work for certain people. Um, but it is hard. It's all about sustainability and finding something that you enjoy that you can see yourself doing forever. So if there's a diet you're about to join, or you're thinking about doing, ask yourself, can you do this for the rest of your life? And if not, then, You need to find a way to not restrict yourself and maybe even seek help from a professional not just some downloadable nutrition plan off the the internet that you found because that isn't tailored for you based around your likes, dislikes, and your body types. Glad you said that. I was going to ask next. I was going to ask if you offer consultations. Um, Yeah, I do. So and I wish I had a, a good link I could just give you right now, but um, 
I will say on my social media page, on my bio, I have my link in there for a free one-on-one evaluation with me. And I do like, I'll dig deep and I'll ask you some serious questions and just be prepared. Like if you talk to me, like I like to dig in deep and into the problem. So, you know, I might talk about your childhood and stuff like that because it's all important to know because ultimately it comes down to your relationship with food. And that's a big thing with the mindset. And to find that out, you, you gotta, I gotta ask you questions that no one has asked you before, but those are questions that you need to know the answer to. So yes, to answer your question, I do do that. Appreciate that. So I, I was, so we'll get your link and we'll get the, get that posted in the show notes, but um, I appreciate talking to you today because there's like conflicting information. Right. And uh, I'm not, I I don't, I don't consider, I don't think I'm overweight. Right. And I've always like, I love food. I like to eat what I like to eat. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm very particular about certain things, but sometimes you hear people say, no, you can't like food. You're not supposed to do. And I'm like, I've been liking food all this time. Why, why is it such a bad thing? (laughs) So I'm grateful to hear you say that we just have to make sure we're disciplined and careful and structured in how we kind of eat the the food. You know, I'm not a health professional like you, but you know, I, I, I love food. I really enjoy food. That's I one love of food. my favorite things to do. I like to eat certain things. I, I, I enjoy it. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that like we talk about, like there's a lot of airy fairy stuff out there, but in, intent behind food, I think it matters. And because I like to enjoy my food and because I'm grateful and appreciative of that food, I think, you know, I don't blow up into some balloon or something like that. So yeah it's, yeah, it's nice to hear you say that we don't have to restrict ourselves and we don't have to hate food. Like it, you can enjoy food. Yes, absolutely. Because when it comes down to it, the times that you really, you know, overindulge are times that you, you know, you're stressful, you don't have good coping mechanisms, something emotional just happened. It's other things that don't even have anything to do with food that cause us to look at it negatively in a, in a sense. So really just realizing that, you know, food is good. Um, I love food too. Uh, I love cookies. I eat all of that. I love, I love pastries, cakes, all that. I eat that too. But, um, just knowing that you don't have to eat the entire cake, you know, it's not going anywhere. You can always come back to it whenever you want. (laughs) And that's something I tell my clients too. I'm like, whenever, you know, you're at a party even, and there's a bunch of bad foods just know that um the food isn't going anywhere you don't gotta stuff your face you can always come back to it and uh it's good enjoy yourself don't restrict yourself don't feel guilty about it either thank you jocelyn now i want to ask you some, a couple of personal questions right questions about jocelyn so we can get to know you oh, no. better i'm just kidding right? so question <laughs> if you could be remembered for one thing what would it be i would say I just want to be remembered for really making such a positive impact in the world, whether that be big or small through my clients or through what I want to eventually do one day, getting into nonprofit. Um, But honestly, if I'm not remembered and I still make that impact in the world, I'm perfectly fine with that too. All right. Next, next. If you could go back and give your 18 year old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Ooh, okay. It would be, (laughs) <laughs> to 
to relax, quit being perfectionist, uh, quit stressing about my body all the time. Um, just to know that it just be anything, everything that I really taught myself mentally that has really helped me now. And cause I was really bad. I had body dysmorphia. I was even bulimic at a point too. Wait, wait, wait. what's, what, what is that? What does that mean? What? Body. Oh, body dysmorphia. When you, you know, look fine, but you see something else in the mirror, like, um, like anorexia could be like looked at almost as like body, like extreme body dysmorphia in a sense. Like, you know, you see these fitness people out there and they're working out crazy and they're like addicted to the gym and they're there seven, seven days a week to a point to where it's unhealthy. It's because they're looking at themselves. And even though we see that that person's like fit and everything, they don't see it. Like they still see like that skinny person or that overweight person, like they're not there yet. So it's, uh, yeah, body dysmorphia. So I had a little bit of that because everybody told me they're like, Oh, you look great. You look great. Like, but in my mind, I was like, wow, she is like, cause you know, I was a soccer player all my life. So I had like abs and everything. I didn't have that anymore. And I just saw like this fat woman looking at me. It was, it was horrible. I hated myself. So it would really be to, um, you know, work on loving myself, read a lot of self-help books. Uh, I would tell myself to do that. And just to not stress, not to overindulge and eat when I'm stressful, to use healthier practices when dealing with stress. Because I was in college at the time taking 18 hours. So I think a lot of it was stress eating as well. So there are healthy practices to do when you're stressed out that don't turn to food. And I was never taught that. So I always turn to food. How, how did you, uh, how did you overcome <laughs> that? Like that mindset? Like if you, if you could give us one thing that really, I know it's not one thing it's a bunch of little things, but if you could give mm-hmm. us like one major thing, what would it be? How I overcame that mindset? I would say, um, Oh, you know, uh, a major thing actually now that I'm thinking about it is I completely changed the people I hung out with. <laughs> it sounds horrible, but I stopped hanging around anybody that I just didn't like want to be like essentially. Cause I hung around a lot of people since I worked in the bar industry a lot that went out to drink and you know, they were overweight and they just wanted to party. And I was like, you know what? I'm, going to take myself out of that and only hang around entrepreneurs that want to do nothing but better themselves. And it's almost like that energy just sucked me in and I just fed off of it and just made me want to do more and be better. And when you hang around people, there's like an, there's an energy that they give off. And when you're hanging around people that you aspire to be like, it's like when you accomplish these tasks and goals that you've always wanted to do, it feels natural. It doesn't feel forced. So I would say just change your circle. (laughs) Awesome. Next. So we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I want to hear more, more detail. What's your morning Mm -hmm. routine like? Oh, my morning routine. Okay. So not everybody has to do something as crazy as mine because I do a pretty long one, but it's mostly because I meditate for a long time, but pretty much, you know, I wake up 
And if I'm fasting, then I have my, uh, I have a special drink that I have first thing in the morning. It's a uh, water with apple cider vinegar, lemon juice and pink salt. So I drink that first thing in the morning. Then I go, um, make my coffee, a black coffee. And I sip that throughout the morning. And then sometimes if I want to work out in the morning, that's when I work out like after I have my caffeine. If not, then I will meditate after I have my coffee. And that could be anywhere from depending on how badly I need to meditate. That could be all the way up to an hour. And that that's what makes my morning routine long. And then after I meditate, then I do journaling work. And that really is important. Uh, sometimes I forget to do that and it makes a huge impact in my week. So journaling is super, super important. And what I do for journaling is I literally, it takes me 15, well, like a, no, like 11 or 12 minutes because I set a timer uh, for one minute. And then within that one minute timer, I write down my top 10 goals or, you know, as fast as I can, because what happens when you do that is, you know, you're retraining your brain subconsciously to seek out paths to open doors to reach those goals because if you can't you know just list off your top 10 goals right now without looking for them written down somewhere then how are you supposed to just naturally seek the path towards them so you need to retrain your subconscious so I do that and then after that I set a five minute timer and I do some declarations like I am I have um, you know help getting rid of limiting beliefs that I have within myself. And then I do uh, another timer for five minutes and then I do gratitude. And then that helps me become grateful for what I have. And so like deeper happiness as well with your life. So I do that. And then that pretty much wraps up my morning routine. Oh, and then I take my dog for a walk and <laughs> that's it. Oh, wow. Awesome. That's why you, you, mm. you're such great shape. You look so good. That's a lot going on. You're doing the mindset stuff, <laughs> routines. That's a lot. So people it underestimate is. how much work it can take sometimes. And it's not even about the amount of work, but consistency. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you, you look great. You, you do good work. So oh, thank Next, you. I appreciate We want to get to the closing table, right? So we're in real estate. We call it the closing table when it's time to close a mm -hmm. deal. So this is the closing table. We're going to ask you some final questions, then we can like wrap it up. So first question okay. I have for you, what are three books that you recommend to the audience and why? Um, number one book, it's my most favorite book, is The Happiness Advantage by Sean Inker. Um, like I said, I'm a nerd, so I like science. And he uh, graduated from Harvard, uh, top 1% of his class. He pretty much uses positive psychology to... Uh, show you how you could become more successful, make more money uh, in your career as an entrepreneur in any aspect of life by just being happier and teaching you how to instill happiness in yourself and others. So that one, for sure. Uh, another one would probably be that chronotype that I was talking about. That's a good book. Okay. Too. I wish I remembered his name. Uh, I can't. The, we'll find it and the put crazy it in the show names. Notes. Yeah. <laughs> the chronotype, just because. It's so important to learn that about your body, especially if you are an entrepreneur by any means, because um, just maximizing on your energy levels is a great way to improve productivity too. And then the third one would be, and I'm debating between this one, it might be another book by Sean Anker, actually. It's uh, a, <laughs> I 
before happiness. Um, that one is a really good one. And that's more about, um, that one is more about building like a solid team. So if you're at that level to where you're building a solid team, um, that's a good one to do like more of a CEO style, I guess. Book. Okay. You got one more. You can give us one more. Okay. Um, this one's more minor because I'm thinking more around the, the area of health and fitness. But okay. honestly, this is kind of what started m- my path to really understanding, you know, nutrition and everything. But it's that, that Whole30 book um, and just doing that. I wouldn't do that for like a lifestyle, but I would do that for the 30 days because you learn so much about your body and how it reacts to different foods that you eat. Um different sensitivities the analogy that they use in the book i believe was um you know if you look at food uh in this way so like let's say you move into a new house and there's like a cedar tree out there and every morning you wake up and you're all congested and you feel like crap and then over time though you forget that that's the reason why you feel badly and it just becomes your new normal and you're just used to it. But then you go on vacation. So you go up in the mountains of Colorado and the air is clean and you know, you feel, you wake up and you feel amazing. Like you have all this energy. Uh, Then you realize, wow, it's that cedar tree that was making me feel this way. It takes that approach with food. So all food that has been known to cause inflammation in the body, you completely eliminate it for 30 days and then you bring it back in a controlled setting week by week to see how your body reacts to it. I'll tell you the first time I had dairy, when I came back, my stomach literally went into the most painful cramps I've ever experienced. Like I was in a ball for a good like hour and I couldn't even like extend myself because it just hurt so bad. So I don't have dairy anymore because of that. (laughs) So I, it's like me learning that my body just really does not like dairy, everything else completely fine. Like grains, you know, all of that, but, um, it's a great tool to use, to learn about yourself because everybody's a little bit different. Could you repeat the name of it one more time? Uh, whole 30 W H O L E and then three zero. Thank you. Yeah. Next question is what's one question you wish I'd ask you and how would you have answered? Um, let me think. Well, now I'm, Ooh, we went pretty deep here. Let's see. I wish you had asked me. I'm a little stumped here. (laughs) (laughs) Because we we talked about my journey. I was going to be like, well, ask me about my journey. But then I kind of gave you a pretty good spiel about my journey. All good. So I'm I'm going to stop you two more (laughs) times, right? Thank you. I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. So the first one is how can someone bring immediate value to you and your business? And you have to answer. You can't say you stopped me. You got to give us a way to add immediate value to you. Okay. Um, find me on social media and share one of my posts. How about that? Okay. <laughs> share a post that resonates with you because obviously, um, no, I do put some thought behind what I say in my post. There's a story and there's a message always. So you know, find something that you really feel resonates with you and share that. And if not, just put a comment about what resonated with you. I'd, I just love to hear your kind of feedback. Okay. So how about this, right? I'll do the social media posts. I'll share it to my Facebook group. 
But that post, you have a lot of great posts. And we have a newsletter that we send out, like physically. Uh, you'll get a copy because you, I think you, you requested one of the books. I'm going to take yeah. one of your posts, one of your awesome posts, and put it in the newsletter. How, how about that? And we can put some advertising in there for you. Oh, okay that would that? be amazing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, we'll do like a little help okay section with that. or something. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's one. We'll I'll I find our social media, but I'll also grab one of your nice <laughs> posts and put it inside of our newsletter. And I'll I'll send it to you so you can see it and everything like that. We'll go okay. go from there. Now, next, very similar question, but this time it's long-term value. How can someone bring you long, long-term value? Long-term value, I would say to um, honestly just follow me um, and interact with and engage with my content um, whenever you see anything that speaks to you, just because I am very active with all of my followers. If you write something, I read everything you write. So if you write a comment, I'm going to read it. I'm going to respond to it. You can even talk to me. I'm very open. Like I don't bite. I'm not going to try and shove any kind of sales down your throat. If that's not what you're looking for. If you want to just reach out to me for advice on anything, I'm an open book. I love to advise you the best I can. Um, I don't know. I just want to help. I'm here to serve. So that's my main. Awesome. So now I'm going to ask you this. You ever thought about becoming a a real estate investor or real estate agent yourself? Like doing investing? Yes. I don't think I'd be the agent though. No agent? Why not? (laughs) No. Um, Honestly, from what I see, it is a lot of work. (laughs) It can be. I'm I'm already doing a lot of work as it is. And I honestly couldn't see myself doing that also on top of it. I'm just like, until I I get into more of a CEO role and my team is able to take full reins of everything. And then I'm like, okay, now I could go explore other avenues. But definitely the investing has interest to me. And I believe, I'm not sure which group that you followed me from, but I know there is a real estate investing group that I'm heavily involved with. And I, I'm actually learning about real estate investing there as well. So awesome. We we run like several events and groups mm-hmm. ourselves. I'll tell you more about those like offline. But here's what I'm oh, thinking. Yeah. Here's what I want you to consider, right? Uh, and this is like it's because it's open opportunity for me. Like, so I'm licensed, mm-hmm. right? But I don't want to be the typical realtor. I got my license to contribute to me being a real estate investor, right? But I also, when I was doing that, I learned marketing and tech. Those are my skills, right? And Getting a license allows me to be in rooms with other licensed professionals and mm-hmm. offer them other services. So you you understand where I'm going with this? Like you have a license. Maybe you don't be a full-time realtor mm-hmm. or a real estate agent or something like that. But having that license could give you more clientele because you can be in those rooms more and offer those services. So just an idea to think about. Okay. Just something to think about. Uh, you might not, you might not want to. That's a good Absolutely tip. not. But yeah, that's a you know, it can get you in rooms. You might never do a transaction ever. Like there are mm-hmm. some people that never do anything, no transactions, and they still have their license because it affords them other opportunities such as investing or networking and meeting certain people. So just a little mm-hmm. something to give you. Now, uh, this was a great, I think this was our longest one yet and it was fun. <laughs> so the next question, the final question that I have for you is where can listeners find out more about you online? Okay, so now I'll give you all my social media. So on Facebook, it's my first and my last name, 
Um, if it's not on here, I'm just going to spell out it. So J-O-S-C-I-L-Y-N-N, Jocelyn Stahoviak, S-T-A-C-H-O-W-I-A-K. Um, find that on Facebook, on Instagram. It's Jocelyn Faith, F-A-I-T-H. That's my middle name, underscore fit. And then even on TikTok, you can even find me on TikTok. It's Faith underscore fit. So I got those three platforms and I'm very active on all three. Thank you, Jocelyn. This has been amazing. And yes, you're, you filled out the form. So your all of your social medias will be in the show notes for our guests. So I really appreciate okay. you. Do you have any final closing thoughts before we close out? Um, just the appreciation and gratitude. Uh, I love this connection that we made. I had a great time. I would love to be on the show again sometime. Uh, you're a great host, by the way. Thank you. And I'm excited to get that book because I requested it. I want to, is it more about your productivity strategies and everything in there? It is more about marketing in the real estate industry. And, you know, you can apply that to anywhere, but there are some bonus items in there too. And you'll also be getting a newsletter and you get to see where we're going to put your stuff in there. So uh, I definitely want to see more of your product, your productivity hacks. Yeah, I I love productivity. I love to talk about them. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, thank you, Jocelyn. This has been amazing. I really appreciate you. I'll get everything to you when it's all processed and everything Mm -hmm. like that. And then uh, yeah, looking forward to having you in the future so we can talk more specifically about some of the stuff you offer. And I also um, I also know some other clients and some other groups that could really benefit from the services that you offer. So I'm looking forward to making those connections as well. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to connecting further. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.